the, the mats are laid out in pairs so that everyone can lie down. So this uh, is a morgue. Welcome to the uh, Amaravati morgue. So please, uh, uh, hopefully everyone will feel comfortable enough to do that. So with your head uh, towards the shrine and uh, feet towards the east. Lie down on your back or your side.
No, none of us, none of us know exactly how our end will come in this life. Whether it will be slow or quick, or how it will be. But uh, for now, let's assume that uh, the end of our life is fast approaching. And we're lying in a, a familiar bed, a familiar place. And we know that the end is coming. So as you lie here, Feel the presence of the body, its weight upon the cushions, and knowing that you have maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes, 50 minutes, that's all that's left to us. So lying here and feeling the the presence of the body, the presence of the breath, training the heart, steering the heart towards towards letting go. All the things that we feel are unfinished, it's too late to finish them. All the things that we would have liked to have done, they're not going to get done. All the things that we've been pleased about, glad about, the memory is warm. But they're also slipping from our grip. Let yourself enter into this visualization, this embodiment, If you just have now maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes left, what do we want to attend to? What is important to us? What is there to hang on to? Bring the attention to the the feelings of the body, rhythm of the breathing and see what arises. See what the mind tries to grasp. Feel that quality of grasping, clutching and steer the heart towards letting go, towards relinquishment.
If you find yourself drifting off and getting sleepy, remember, this is the last half hour. The last 25 minutes you have to play with. This is all the time we have. How do we want to use it? Is there someone we have to forgive for wrongs done to us? Bitter resentments, now it's time to let go of them. Can we see those? Can we recollect those? Old hurts, broken hearts, broken promises. Can we let them go? Can we forgive them? the wrongs that we have done, the mistakes that we have made, can we forgive ourselves? To see ourselves as just another human being? Made foolish choices from a place of unenlightenment, from confusion, as humans do. Can we allow ourselves to be imperfect, to forgive, to let go?
the time is slipping away. We're drifting into dullness, sleeping. We can hear our own breath, feel our own body. If this is really the last few minutes of our life, then we want to pay attention. The mind slips and drifts. To notice that, feel that, to keep returning to this present, to this body, this moment, this place, here in the temple. To recollect the good things we have done, the beauty we've brought into the world. To let the heart be gladdened by that, to rejoice in that, to not feel, to not be afraid about feeling good about the blessings we've brought into the world. Not to be afraid that the heart is going to move towards pride and inflation, but simply to recognize, yes, that was a good thing that, that I did. That was beautiful. That was precious. To let the heart be brightened, gladdened by the good that has been done. But to let it go as well. To know it, to feel it, to be brightened by that, and to release it. Maybe the mind moves towards worrying about your children, your loved ones, your parents, how they will be when you're gone, how will they manage. Or whether you worry about them or whether you don't worry about them. As the Buddha said, you're going to go anyway. So worrying it's just a burden on the heart. It's time to let go. There's nothing more that you can do. You can know that you care, your children, your partners, your parents, dear ones. We can recognize that we care, but there's nothing more to do but let go.
we really love something, we really love someone, we truly care for them, then we let go. We don't try to make ourselves something for them, we don't try to make them something for us. We open the heart to our, the time we have spent together, recognizing <coughs> the relations that we've had, how we've helped each other, how our lives have blessed each other. As a child, as a parent, as a partner, a sister, a brother. And now it's time to let go. Nothing more to be said, nothing more can be done. So we let go. Maybe we're worried about where we'll be reborn. Where will I go? Will I go anywhere? Were all the stories true? Were they not? See the mind moving into worry, projection. To feel that, to know that anxiety, projection. We don't know. This is just the proliferation of the mind, the prongdang, the uh, embellishment, the seasoning of the mind, decorating the moment. No need to dwell upon the past, no need to dwell upon the future, but to open the heart to this presently arisen state As life ebbs away, how much longer? 10 minutes, 15, 20. What do we want to be dwelling upon? Mind can move towards resentment. Feeling, I'm trying to have a peaceful death and there's somebody snoring next to me. And then we hear our own mind doing that, saying, I've got five minutes left to live. <laughs> and I'm worried about my neighbor snoring.
whatever it is the mind takes hold of, to feel that the tension of grasping, the pleasant, the painful, the beautiful, the ugly, the absurd, the solemn, whatever, whatever the heart tries to grasp, let go. The minutes are passing. We've all done this so many times before. We know this. What's there to hold on to? What's there to be afraid of? What can be kept? Who is there to own it? Letting it go. Identification with this body, this personality, this life. What was it? A dewdrop. A mirage. These cloud-capped towers, the glorious palaces, the solemn temples, yea, the great globe itself shall dissolve. Leave not a wreck behind. We are of such stuff as dreams are made on, and our little life is rounded with a sleep. How much longer do we have? 
Five minutes. Ten minutes. What does the mind move to? Dreaming, rationalizing, complaining, delighting, anticipating, or awakening. Whichever mind, whichever direction the mind moves, commentating, being the superior critic, being the fretful, worrywart, being the dormouse. Where does the mind go? If we can go out laughing, that's great. But are we sure it's going to be that way? Remember, this is your own death, not somebody else's. When the bell goes, we can take that as the last moment. And we have until the time that the sound fades away completely to drop everything.
Please rise from the dead. Just settle yourselves on the cushion in a normal sitting posture. For these next few minutes, just five, ten minutes. Look back and reflect. Consider. What did the mind dwell upon? How did the mind, what did it drift towards? How did it get pulled? Not to calculate things out, but just to look, just to survey the terrain, what was important, what was difficult, what was easy. Where did the mind go? Where did it grasp? And how was it when the grasping stopped?
if you notice things that you discovered that you just couldn't let go of, things that were just too dear to let go of, don't let the mind move towards should, should be different, but just let yourself know that feeling of holding. Can't let go. I can't. Too dear. Too precious. Don't try to do anything with that. But just let that feeling be known. There's a feeling of of hope or fear. Again, not to try to get rid of the fear and override it. To let that fear be simply known. Not to try to fix it and get rid of it. Make it into an enemy. But let it be felt. Let it be known. Any feeling of regret, missed opportunities, things poorly done. Again, not to fill up that regret with consolation or explanation or self-hatred, but just to let that feeling of regret be known, to accept it, receive it, not to try to fix it. But what we find is that the very quality of knowing, unentangled participation in the brights and the darks of our life, receiving them, knowing them just as they are, that is the healing agent. That's, that very knowing is the balancing healing agent. This is the taste of nostalgia. This is the taste of delight. This is the taste of fear. This is the taste of hope, regret. That's all. No more, no less. The, this is the, the flavor of the human palate. Here it is. And receiving it all into the open heart. In its own mysterious way, this is how resolution is brought about.
So this is some small way of preparation. If you find yourself laughing at the, at the, the ne- guy on the next slab in the morgue, saying, oh, you look terrible. <laughs> you sound awful. Let me turn the attention back and say, oh, well, as courses go, I didn't look so great either. <laughs> Am I doing so great? The, uh, whether we uh, move towards you know, tears and, and uh, solemnity, or the mind moves towards laughter, uh, we move towards hyper-alertness or, or just drifting off into sleep. All of these teach us. It's not like a right and a wrong way. Whatever direction the mind went. Uh, all of it teaches us if we, if we let it. And even if you realize, gee, I was fast asleep through the whole thing. That itself is a teaching. Like, I better get with the program here. <laughs> Because when the when the time really does come, I don't want to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs>